Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. standing because I don't know if anybody else feels this way. Like the right side of my neck always hurts. And I think it's from gripping my phone. Probably. Yeah. Does yours? I have a new, yes, my neck hurts a lot, but I have like a, I feel a tingling between my shoulder blades sometimes when I'm sitting at my desk because I'm sitting in like a little hunchback pose and then I'll like feel it start to tingle and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. I... It hurts so much. And so now I'm standing and like even holding my daughter, I'm like, I can only do this for a minute before I have to lay down. It's as if I was in a car accident, not someone who works out like five days a week. So, and then I went to get like one of those like Chinese chair massages where Mm -hmm. it's like someone who like maybe doesn't have a license is just like rubbing you. And it feels so good in the moment. But I, I think it released so many toxins that I did my workout today and I was on the brink of vomiting the entire time. (laughs) I don't trust. I always think I would be the one person who went to a chiropractor and then they snap my spinal cord and then I'm dead or I'm paralyzed forever. So I just, I've never, I've never let a professional human touch I, my I went, back. Mine was an unprofessional human. Ah. <laughs> I love them though. I love it. It's like 50 bucks. You sit in a big lounge chair and they just rub your body. And like at the I have mall? a woman that I see. No, I don't. Oh, you're, someone was like, like at the airport. I'm like, no, there's like a parlor in like a strip mall because it's LA. All we have are strip malls by my house. And I love it. And the woman doesn't speak English, but she speaks my rub language because she rubs my head and I love it. Not that lady by your house that has all those little like oils and tinctures, right? Wait, what? Not that lady with all her little rubbings. I don't even know who you're talking about. (laughs) She was like some sort of homeopathic like goo doctor when you had the really bad back thing. Right I went to see corner. a chiropractor. Yes. And she was gave she a me a bunch of herbs. Yeah. And she, yeah, she's Japanese and she is super knowledgeable. But what she didn't know was that I had a herniated disc and no amount of <laughs> herbs are going to fix your herniated disc. No. By the way, my mom just called me and I had to decline with one of those like auto responses that iPhone gives you. Dear iPhone, do better because all of your options of the three are either like robotic or kind of bitchy. Like can't talk now. Can I call you later? Leave me alone. (laughs) None of them are written like normal people speak. I don't say, can I call you later? I'll say, hey, call you in five, BRB. And it was my mom and she's my mom. So she doesn't take umbrage with any of those responses. And so I said, can I call you later? And she said, sure. 
just need your social security number because I'm doing over my will. <laughs> it's just a like, question okay. where it's like, what's she gonna, somebody gonna say no? Can I call you later? No. Oh, okay. Great. They're just such a, I mean, everybody knows that they're iPhone messages, but like with all of our AI technology, get me something where like, like, you know, eating too much, mouth full of buns, I mouth full you, of marshmallows. I bet you could program them because you can program like quick, quick keys, like where you type in, you can make it so you can prank your parents and make it so that when you type LOL, it says like, I'm smoking a blunt. And then they, their phone just keeps saying that and they don't know why. So, cool. you know, you know, when fucking with your parents stopped being cool, when Bam Margera made a whole show out of giving his dad a heart attack. I always think messing with your parents, you see people on TikTok that do that. It's up there with like puns, like the lowest form of humor, the lowest hanging fruit. They have to love you anyway. It's like, oh, cool. You're 32 and just fuck with your parents. Awesome. Those are some real high stakes there. Hero. Kick it. Okay. Maddie has a question. Hi, Eliza. I could use some advice on what to do with uninvited party guests. I am planning a surprise 30th anniversary party for my parents and I'm trying to keep it on the smaller side, around 30 people. We have a massive family, so only the people who are closest and involved with my parents got invited. My issue is that when I invited my uncle, he took it upon himself to invite his son, which Ugh. is fine because he's single and he's my mom's favorite nephew. My uncle then also invited his daughter, who has two very unruly children and a new boyfriend, adding four new people to my guest list. We are trying to make this a kid-free event. My cousin has never liked my mom because she's so strict. She's not. She just actually had rules. By the time you get this, I'm sure the event will have passed, but I would love to know how you would handle this in the future as it happens every single time I plan a party. Should I say that the original invite was only for two or just suck it up and move on? Hoping you'll eventually come back to Oregon so I can see your show. Thanks for your refreshingly honest perspective on everything. You're welcome. Definitely coming back. Love the state of Oregon. Thought about moving there. Listen to me. It is totally okay to send her a text. Like you're going to, look, it's just only one other person. It's not the biggest thing in the world. She may not even come. Send her a text. Hey, heard my uncle told you about the party. Totally cool. Looking forward to seeing you. Just want to give you enough lead time. We're doing a kid-free event. That's all you got to say. Wanted to give you time to find a sitter. That way it's like, look, you're invited, whatever. Because it's not a big deal if she shows up. It's annoying. Well, her and her boyfriend. Uh, Hey, this is a family event. Uh, I know Uncle Stan invited you. We're just keeping it family. I know it feels weird, but we're not really doing plus ones. Also, like, just put it out there. Like, where is, where, why are people so rude? The other thing is, is it a big deal if she brings the boyfriend? It's a little tacky, but chances are she's probably looking for a kid-free night out too. But you can just be like, hey, we're paying for it. We're trying to keep the head count low. I know my uncle invited you and would love to have you, but I know this is tacky. I know this is tacky, but uh, it's there's no plus ones. Yeah. I think normally though, I mean, it might be a budget thing, but I think what bothers you is that she just invited someone and your uncle, it's always like a dumb male relative that's like, oh, I thought it was okay if I brought Cindy and her whole family. Like weirdly, when it comes to decorum, like men are just, they opt out of that email. The amount of like parties I've had as an adult where like some dude friend is like, is it okay if I just bring six loose, warm beers? Gentlemen, you also have to know manners. Yeah, it's, it's really weird to me how often guys are just like exempt from like writing the thank you note or calling to say to RSVP or saying thank you or anything that really has to do with manners. 
They all need a crash course. They all should buy my book, All Things Aside, because I do a whole chapter about acting like a person. <laughs> I mean, the, my problem with it is that this this uncle invited hit both of his children and one of them doesn't even like the people that the anniversary party is for. She just wants to come to a party. Like she doesn't want to celebrate the party thrower's parents. Yeah, people are tacky. Be like, hey, this is for my parents. We're keeping it small with just family. So I'd love to see you. We're not going to do a plus one. Also, I wanted to give you a heads up because I'm looking forward to seeing you. Uh, it's a child-free event because it's mm-hmm. all adults. And then if she wants to be a bee about it, who cares? You don't want her anyway. Yeah. Also, think about it this way. Like, because everybody gets nervous to confront people. Like, what is she going to confront you with? I wanted to bring Zeke. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't care. Like, you sound so tacky right now. I wanted to bring my kids. Well, there's can't. a, you know, I feel like is, there's never been a better time to be like, there's a limit at the restaurant because of COVID. There yeah. is a limit the- to, there is a head count. It is. That is so it. <laughs> give her those restrictions and be like, let us know if you're still, if you're, if you're able to attend. Like, mm. give her all the options and all the ways out. Or you can it. drop off the present for my parents at your leisure. Here's what you write. Be like, you've never even liked my mom. LOL. <laughs> Keep it icy. Thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. I'm busy and this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around and I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. 
And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Okay, we have an update from the question update. where people were worried that it was pedophilia with the older with the, woman and the child. Yes. Update. <laughs> so this question doesn't really allay any of our fears, but yes, my stepmom does own a company and works a lot, so does love the help. And just for anyone who doesn't remember, there was another older woman hanging out at the house with a 12-year-old boy. And because, like taking naps with him and hanging out a lot and kind of being and like a bee. riding the horses. Yeah. What does that mean? I think they have a ranch. Yeah. Okay. And you never said anything about horses. I swear to God, I didn't make that up. Who's God? Which God? <laughs> the God of snacks. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this woman, she's remarried to a man. So they're not dating. So remember, you so, thought maybe the mom and this woman were dating. I still, I still do think that you can be married to a man and still have uh, a same-sex affair. affair. Okay. Yeah. Also, it's super funny. Eliza brought up sewn together pajamas because she has bought herself and my brother multiple matching pajama sets. Oh, I am that woman. It is me. (laughs) My little brother had his birthday party. And when she arrived, she intentionally said hi to each person in the room, except me, as well as made passive aggressive comments throughout the night. Decided to not give it any oxygen. Thanks, Eliza, because she obviously is intimidated by how close my brother and I are. We're definitely the closest out of all the siblings. Just hoping she'll either chill out or everyone else will see how off she is. Thank you for answering. Wait, by the way, people want- feel better. It doesn't. She's still totally molesting that brother and sleeping with your mom. Uh, If you want context, but go, what's the last episode called that it was in? This was two episodes ago. So just scroll back. Wasn't it like Snookums? Uh, I don't know. All right, two episodes ago. You can do the math. Um, okay. Well, if you're going to give me an update, give me like, I need like closure update, like update I just turns out. Me, you said they're wearing like Siamese pajamas and she's like, oh, actually they do have matching pajama sets. And you know what's even funnier? And a boy who is not her son. I meant to say matching, but in the moment the word <laughs> Siamese came out. So I just ran with it. Oh, I thought it was like they, they had sewn themselves together into one set. <sighs> that I also was thinking. Well, I was thinking of something grosser where it was just sewn together at the private parts, but I decided not to say that, but now I just did. If you're going to give us... Also, it's unfair. The amount of updates I've wanted on the show that I haven't gotten, and this girl got right back to us. So, you know, <laughs> if you've got some sort of dangling participle of a story where I never got an update, let us know. <laughs> this is Whatever. just to entertain you. If you've got some sort of hanging chat of a conclusion, let me know. Close that loop. Remember hanging chads? Okay. Hi, Eliza and crew. What? Remember hanging chads? That was like the whole thing in the Florida election. I thought that was, wasn't that the joke? No, that was the office when he's a three-hole punch. Yeah, it's not a, it was a real life thing. Unfortunately, oh. it's 
not a written joke. It's a real thing. Okay. I have some family problems. Background, I am 27, Norwegian, but live in Denmark. And the rest of my family lives in Norway. My mom and dad got divorced when I was two years old. And even though I lived most of the time with my mother, I always had a great relationship with my dad. That is until he got diagnosed with Parkinson's. I'm rarely in Norway visiting due to a... I'm really in Norway visiting due to a busy work schedule. And the few times a year I do come home, I always make plans to see my dad, which he cancels last minute every time. I know it's because he is proud and does not want me to see him getting sicker, but this is not a disease you get better from. Last week, my boyfriend and I went to Norway to announce my pregnancy and he canceled last minute yet again, resulting in us not getting to tell him the news. Should I respect his wishes and stay away or should I just show up at his door the next time I'm visiting Norway? He is single and I am his only child. I worry about his health and him being alone all the time, not only because of Parkinson's, but also because he has a history of severe depression. But most of all, I just miss my dad. It's now been five years since I saw him last. What should I do? Oh my God. Uh, This, people are going to have a lot of opinions about this. If it were my parent and you don't have like a bad relationship with him, He's just, and you know that he's being proud. I would just show up because he probably wants to see you. And the truth is you could do this dance until he dies. And then you won't get to see him and you won't have gotten to tell him the good news. And what he doesn't, I mean, look, I don't know anything about like Norwegian bedside manner, but I could see your dad being like very proper and a little cold about it. Show up. You don't care about how he looks. And once you get through the awkwardness of the fact that he is dying and he's not who he was, you know, all you can do is show up and just try it. And if he, if he really doesn't want to come to the door, he won't. Or if he wants you to leave or get angry, but all you can do, you will be responsible for your actions. And you want to be able to look back when he's gone and be like, I spent that time with him. Yeah. I would definitely show up. It's, it's tough. My grandpa had Parkinson's and it's tough because they're not able to do things for themselves and they can't control their movements. And so it's like very embarrassing for them. They want to be able to do their own thing. But I think you have to go there and you have to like distract, like go there and talk to him about something else. Don't acknowledge that he's spilling his soup or whatever. Like you just have to act like it's normal. Does he have, like be like, I'm not here to see you. I'm here to watch your TV. I'm here to watch Norwegian friends. I'm not here to see you. Even the baby thing is such a good excuse. Like, I'm telling you something in person. Like, show up at his house. How mad is he going to be when you're like, I got a baby coming. Like, get it together, yeah. old man. Like, you're going to get the baby. It also has to do with, like, the more you put off seeing people, the more you can, like, vilify something or the smaller you make your world, the easier it is to make your world small. Um, rip that Band-Aid off. You know, and also either you get there and you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize how bad it was. I need to help you. Or it's not as bad. Male ego is such a fragile thing, but I think he would probably deep down love it if you just came. Yeah. You know, while you still can. And even if it's difficult that first time, it's like, it's don't don't you want your kid to have a relationship with him? Like you have to see him. It's been five years. Going to be healthier and better than he is today. So you may as well see him immediately. Definitely do it. Do not yes. listen to him. He, just because your parent doesn't mean he knows what's best. Yeah. And you can say, hey, which I think is how they say hi. <laughs> All right. Hey, Eliza, Emily, Tianfu, and Scotty. Do you think of yourself as a Frasier giving advice on air and such? And Tianfu is the character Falcor from The NeverEnding Story. Thank you. Love the show. And Emily yep. is Roz. Yep. Next question. <laughs> I just... No, I like because... <laughs> What? They sent, and Emily is Roz, like, days after the first message. Like, they thought oh my God. on it. And I think that's, that's really, really funny. funny. 
Um, I don't think of myself as Frasier. He's a narcissist. And even though I am a stand-up comic, I am not. Um, he also has like inscrutable morals and I can bend mine from time to time. Um, Doesn't he and also, date like, Roz? No, they like have sex. It's super weird. Also like, I is my favorite show ever, but like he got his crack. It's just absolutely stunning women. And I'll tell you what, if I was handed that ball, I wouldn't have fumbled. Fumbles way too much. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm a dude. Hi, Eliza, Emily, and baby Snow Beach. My name is Jill, female, 27. My best friend, Ashley, female, 26. Met a guy at work, Joe, 35, about a year and a half ago. They both were attracted to each other right away. However, she was in a relationship of three years. She broke up with her boyfriend in fall 2021 because of many problems in the relationship and her feelings for this other guy. Now, this is where it gets complicated. Joe has two kids from two different women and is currently engaged to another woman, Laura, who has a child of her own. (laughs) Ashley has told me that Joe has feelings for her and since he got engaged, he hasn't been happy in his relationship. Also, Laura has been cheating on him, but he won't leave Laura because she homeschools his kids, which is court-ordered by his ex-wife. He has told Ashley that he's only staying with Laura because she takes care of his kids. Ashley has even told Joe that he and his kids could move into her two-bedroom apartment when he finally decides to leave Laura. Oh, my God. Ashley is a fucking idiot. Please don't read the rest of this question. (laughs) Ashley is just sitting around being depressed because he hasn't left Laura yet. I know this whole thing is ridiculous. I've sat her down a few times and told her she needs to move on. And if he really wanted to be with her, he would make it work. She does not listen. She's always been this way. I don't have to read the rest of this. We've been best friends for 11 years, so this isn't a friend breakup situation. Thank you for listening. Sorry it was long, (laughs) Jill. You have to break up with a friend because this is a bad friend. Uh, Jill, here's what you do. Uh, Pause this podcast right now. Bring it over to your friend, Ashley, and hit play now. Ashley, I don't know you, neither does Emily, but we still deeply care about you, okay? Nothing about what you're saying is unique. Women get lied to like this. This is textbook cheating on your spouse. This guy will never leave Laura. Yes, I know all the players. And I don't know why at 26, you want to wreck your life with another man's child from two different women, meaning you're the other women woman to two different women, plus this guy who's clearly a loser, Okay. And he's got to homeschool his kids. And what makes you think that if he's cheating on her, he wouldn't cheat on you? He, every guy that cheats says, I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy since I got engaged. Then break it off. But also, you're because she's homeschooling his kids. You're a grown man. You can figure out a way around it. If you hear this guy is just trying to have sex with you, he does not want to be with you. And even if he did, you don't want that life. Why would you wreck your life like that? You need to get on literally any dating app and just meet other people your own age or even his age, but just not him. Oh, yeah. This is the worst thing I've ever heard. And there is a genocide going on in Ukraine. The fact that this man, Joe, is like, well, I have to stay with her. She's raising my children that aren't hers. Like, why? Let's say best case scenario. Let's say he loves you so much. You're his twin flame, okay? So he's going to break it off with this woman who is homeschooling his kids. Then he will move into your two-bedroom apartment with two children who are not cool. I have found out recently babies cannot be reasoned with. And you homeschool them? If this is court-ordered 
or he homeschools them while you go to work at Subway or whatever you do. This is horrible, even in the best outcome. It's such a mess and it's such a blessing that you don't have a kid with this man. So. Oh my God. But you will soon if you <laughs> yeah. don't chill out. Gross. <laughs> this is like a green room for Jerry Springer. Oh, cool yeah. reference. Timely reference. Oh my God. Every guy. I mean, I wish you could just type it, go on the internet and type in promised he'd leave his wife. Yeah. And it, also, brrr, just so many like, results. Even if he loves you, aren't aren't you grossed out that he's using Laura for Thank her you. homeschooling skills? Like that's gross that he's like, well, I can't leave her. She's doing something for me that I am not doing. Which is so gross. Also, like I always say, when a man loves you, he will move mountains. Like if he loved you, he would leave, like men leave their wives all the time for the nanny or for someone else who's hot. If a guy likes you, they will drive across town with soup for you. Like if he wanted to leave, he would. He's not even in a restrictive situation. He's engaged and he's like, I can't leave. Your friend's an idiot. You throw her out the car in a box like a discarded kitten. No. Yeah, that kitten's got to go bye-bye. My God. My God, my neck hurts. You deserve that. Hi, Eliza, (laughs) Emily, (laughs) Tianfu, and sweet baby Sierra May, writing in from Toronto. First big congrats to you, Eliza, on your adorable sweet bundle of joy, Sierra. I've been listening to your podcast for a while now. Big fan. My friends and I are going to your show in Niagara Falls in June. We bought our tickets a month ago and cannot wait. Oh, you know what? I'd actually love to say this real quick. Mm. There was a ticketing issue. The venue, I think it's for Niagara Falls, isn't going to be ready in time. So we're moving venues. This is a whole big fuck up and it is not my (laughs) fault. But of course, I'm the one who has to deal with it. So if you have tickets for that show, your tickets are still good. They've changed venues. And that's why when you go to buy tickets, it's like unavailable. Your tickets are still good. The venue is changing. Hang tight. Okay. And that info, when you have it, will be on Eliza.com? All all social channels. All social. Okay. I try to stay out of other people's mistakes. (laughs) Email Joe Schwartz. No. (laughs) No. Ask Joe all your questions. Yeah, it's fine. No. I'm cutting this. What's he going to do? Cry when everybody emails him dumb questions. He'll be excited. Okay, here's the situation. My BFF is getting married this summer. We've been best friends since we were two. I will be your maid of honor, which I am beyond excited for. However, here is the twist. The best man is my ex from back in college. He is unfortunately BFFs with my BFFs fiance. They actually met because of us. He was my very first serious relationship, lost my V card to him, and he treated me like trash. Cheated on me, I don't know how many times, lied to me, would leave me when he wanted someone else and then would come crawling back. I wasn't aware at first I was young and innocent or else I would have ditched his ass right away. I found nude photos on his phone of other women he had been speaking to and that was a breaking point for me. I have not seen him since our bad breakup in college 13 years ago. Oh, and now God. I have to stand up beside him at my best friend's wedding. My question is, how do I act around him? Am I supposed to pretend nothing happened? Do I acknowledge him at all? Do I pretend he's not even there? Even there, I promise my BFF, there will be zero drama. She means the world to me and I would never do anything to ruin her day. So I need some advice on how to navigate the situation. Help me please, sincerely, your fan from Toronto. Okay, I I can't answer this because I don't know how you feel about him, but clearly it still hurts. Um, it doesn't sound like you're in a relationship now. It also doesn't sound like he is. So do not sleep with this person, okay? Um, it was 13 years ago. He could be totally different. I bet you he like apologizes when he gets some like liquid courage. 
But I would just steer clear and I would just act. Even if you aren't, I would still act like you are over it. It was so long ago. Brush it off. Be like, oh my God, we were in college. Like, don't ever say to him, like, we were in college. Who cares? But frame it in your mind. Like he was just super immature and this is a different person now. And if he at any point in the night is like, hey, you're being so cold to me, that is on, that's him being manipulative. Okay. Either he'll, you'll go, he'll get drunk and be like, I just want to apologize. And then he'll try to sleep with you. Don't do it. You probably will anyway. Um, or he'll like show up with a date and you'll spend the other rest of the night, find out on the other side of the dance floor, but frame it in your mind. Like this was a billion years ago. You're in a great place. He's like, it's, it's a kid romance, right? Like it's a high school romance. Like you shouldn't be reeling from this anymore. Okay. The guy obviously is, was a piece of shit. And if he still is great, you can ignore him even harder, but this is not on you to make amends. You don't even need closure. The answer is he was being, uh, a, I almost said twat. What am I, British? That's you just go and focus on your friend and find someone else hot to talk to and just like make that your night. Yeah, act as though he's a stranger. You don't need to have a big blow up with him. You don't need to even get an apology from him. He happens to be there. You don't need to engage. You will stand there and you will look at your friend as she gets married and then you will stand on the other side of the room. Yes, if the roles were reversed and you had done this to a guy and you like got to a wedding and the guy was just like, hey, how are you? Well, you're looking good. He ignored you. You'd be so embarrassed to talk to him. He's probably embarrassed above all you do remember this girls it is not on you to make this right and you will not be getting any closure room because you guys will all be drunk and it'll be weird okay mm-hmm. you're gonna ignore all this you're gonna get wasted and you're probably gonna cry to him but it's on him to deal with how awkward it is mm-hmm. hey how are you you look great okay and if he says anything i mean at the very at the most you could always just be like i don't know we dated like a billion years ago you weren't great i'm sure we're all in better places now that's it yeah, and for all the lead-up stuff, you're going to be with your friend. He's going to be purposefully kept from you because he'll be with the groom. You'll really yeah. only be together for the actual ceremony. And then after that, you go mingle. Like, you really will have to have very little FaceTime with him. I mean, if he bugs you, you can just be like, go away from me. I don't It'll like It'll be you. worse if your ex was one of the, like, other bridesmaids. You're going to spend more time with them. So you're doing good. Yeah, he's probably just embarrassed. Don't worry about it. And just remember, it's not on you. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Hey there, Eliza, Emily, Snow Peach, Smokey Husky, and Husky number one. Just wanted to say that while listening to the Snookum episode, I had that exact issue with a gym trainer happen to me. Now remember, a gym trainer asked if she should go up and correct people on their form when they're like doing stuff that could hurt them. And she I did said, not work at the gym. She didn't work at the gym. And I said, do not do it. Nobody wants to hear it. Yeah, so this person said, I was about 20, I think, and I was working at the gym, crouched down using an overhead pull with my music on. A woman came up from behind me and tapped my shoulder and said, hey, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm a trainer and I just don't want you to get hurt. You're actually doing this part wrong. Then she proceeded to show me how it was done. It was awkward. And while that's nice of her, I don't know if she worked there or not. I knew many people at that gym, which is why I was so embarrassed. I also have held on to this moment for six years in my mind. So I would say just don't. Can't wait to see you at Foxwoods. I mean, did she improve your workout? Like people have egos and nobody wants to think that they're working out wrong because it's already kind of awkward to do it in public. But I also, this is going to sound awful. You know, when you go to get your hair colored or cut or done at all, whatever stylist you are using will always criticize the previous stylist. Every single time. Every time. And so granted, I've been going to the same person for over a decade, but somehow, even though you're only seeing experts, 
somehow whatever the last person did was wrong. And I wonder in the scope of working out, you know, there's also different like schools of thought and granted like your muscles are your muscles and there are certain ways to do things. But one trainer could be like, I like it when the toes are pointed out. One trainer is like, I think it's okay if you take it deeper. Like it's, there is personal preference within certain standards. So, you know, it is that thing where whatever the, it's not this holistic thing where they always respect each other. If you go online, it's always like some trainers tell you to do this. And I say, no, eat whatever you want. It's like, well, you can't. So I'm just saying like, just because there's so much gray area, don't do it. I just think about the fact that when one of your houses, every single like electricity person or plumber would look at it and be like, who did this? What happened it's, here? And then like- It's part of the scam. fix something and then the next person would be like, what is this? What maniac strung this up like this? You're like, what? Is anyone a professional? What's happening? Every tradesman, every person with like a vocational skill is like, whoever did this before is terrible. I'm your only salvation. Yeah, and I believe every single one. I feel like that happens with mechanics. Yep. It happens with, and no one wants to hear it, so. Yeah, so don't do it. Sorry, we don't live in a world where people enjoy feedback. Sorry. Nope. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, a few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. Liza and Emily, Jenny here from Australia. Context. A couple years ago, I started at a new university and decided to join the soccer club, which I've now been a part of for five years. My third year, a couple new people joined and I became friends with them. One of the boys, let's call him James, sparked an interest in me and I thought he was very charming. The club was very inclusive and very social outside of playing sport. So often we'd see each other at barbecues or bars One night, things progressed, and we slept together. After this, I caught feelings. We would continue to talk and flirt, but nothing ever happened again. This would drive me insane because he would be very charming and sexual, but still nothing came of it. He would even talk about possible dates him and myself would have in the future and would be very sweet. He would talk about the one night we shared together and would say how he'd love to do it again. Because of the sport we both played, I'd see him two to three times a week, and he would be very flirty. From this, I became attached, but like the natural boy he is, he didn't actually care. After a while, things turned ugly and I got really hurt. A year before this, I became best friends with a girl at soccer. Let's call her Polly. Polly and James did what? not What interact. a weird name for a girl know, with a, a of all the names for you to pick. 
Molly and James didn't interact during soccer. However, when things turned ugly between yeah, James and I, she yeah. suddenly became best friends with him, even though she knew how much he hurt me and led me on. This became unbearable as I would see Snapchats of them together hanging out and they soon became inseparable. It was completely platonic and nothing ever happened between them. So although, says them. So <laughs> says them. Okay. Although a few friends think she is deeply in love with him. After months of this, I decided to put my pride aside and just force myself to get over him and start hanging out with the two of them together. However, when a new boy joined soccer, let's call him John, a similar thing <laughs> happened. I know what you're thinking. Stay away from the boys at soccer club. I didn't think that, actually. John had similar qualities to James, but there was a bit more depth in this relationship. We slept together on multiple occasions. Let's call him Johnny Depth. <laughs> And once again, due to the constant contact and seeing each other a lot, I developed feelings. It wasn't until this past December that John admitted he had feelings for one of my longtime best friends, not Polly. Okay. This was really hard to hear and took me a few days to get over. But what made it worse was when I found out that he had had these feelings for a long time and Polly knew about it. So once again, it turned ugly. And who came to John's aid? Polly. Polly. She's hanging out with him constantly and the two boys and her often spend time together to which I am not invited because of my past with those two. I feel so betrayed and feel like I have a case now as this situation was starting to form a pattern. We're going to take it to kangaroo court. Yeah. (laughs) I voiced her on multiple occasions that it was hurting me seeing her become so close with a boy who hurt me bad. I had the same conversation with her several months later with the second boy. So she definitely knew how I was feeling and that she was hurting me. I never once said she had to cut them out completely. It was just something that was hard to watch. Question. Do you think I'm being ridiculous and gatekeeping these guys? I'm over both of them at this point, but I feel so betrayed by my best friend. Yeah. But saying this, I guess I never had a formal relationship, formal relationship with either of them, but still deep feelings were involved. I don't know what to do. I want to know if this is a cut ties sort of situation and if what she's done is ill-mannered or if I'm Ooh. just overreacting. I'm really hurt, especially because it's happened more than once. I really respect the level of introspection with your questions. Mm. Um, Couple things. First of all, I don't know that you're cut out to be the guy's like gal pal because both times you've been attracted. And that's okay. And this is this happens in like a situation where it's a closed group. Like I think you're at university, right? And mm-hmm. within that, you're you're in a soccer club. So it's gonna seem like these are the only the guys are the only options. Shame on him for like he slept with you and then he never it seems like he never asked you out again. The first guy, yeah, slept with her once and then would be like, we should go out. It's going to be so fun. So why Remember didn't you ever together? go out? And they would see each other two to three times a week, but he just never made plans. And I guess she yeah. never made plans and they just talked about it. There's something, I don't really understand that. First of all, it's okay to like just sleep with someone, but like if he never asked you out again, that should have been your first clue that like he's kind of a, why do I keep wanting to say twat? <laughs> he's kind of a dunce. Um... Or he was like hoping you would want to ask him. I don't know what happened there. Your friend likes to be the only girl. This is like a thing, especially when you're younger, to be like, hey, it's just me. And these are all the guys I hang out with because I'm a guy's girl. Mm-hmm. It's seen as this sign of like, like think about it like a queen bee. And what is a queen bee? She's the one bee that all the other bees have sex with. And there are no other girl queen bee. I think there could be a couple of queen bees, but it's like the one that all the dudes want. And girls covet this position. And she's not a good friend to you. End of story. Now, the gatekeeping thing, a little bit. Because you come in really hot, you like them. You don't have a problem with her being friends with them, but you do feel like because it got weird. Or do you kind of always do this? There's a lot to unpack there. But your friend doesn't seem like the greatest friend, especially since she's never like, why don't you hang out with us? She likes it to be her and them. 
but she knows. She knows that her friend, this the our girl was like, hey, Polly, like, I'm really into this guy and we've been sleeping together. She's like, okay, I'm gonna go hang out with him alone. And then she's like, well, there's a new guy that I'm into and we've been sleeping together. She's like, okay, I'm gonna go hang out with both of them alone. Bye. You, well, you know, I guess it's like, what's what are we what are we dealing with? What's at the core here? The core of it is, did you sleep with the second guy? Multiple times. First guy yeah. once, second guy multiple yeah. times. The second here's guy the it root turned of it. out never liked her. Okay, here's the root of it. You are sleeping with men who don't value you. And it's tough because sometimes you don't know till after. She is getting what you want. And what you wanted was attention and a relationship from these guys. And she, they probably want to sleep with her, but she either is and she's not telling you or she isn't. And she's getting that camaraderie that you, that's the reason you joined soccer club. And so because you were attracted to them, it's very natural to want to like have a sexual relationship. She's kept those, that church and state separate and they used you. Men typically, like once they've slept with a girl, it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm moving on. And she's able to hang out with them and it's not awkward because they haven't had sex. So to them, it might be like, you're the girl that just like sleeps with these dudes and now it's awkward and they may not want to. And they were never, they had a different relationship with you than her. Well, so yeah, that's what she's saying is now Polly's with these two guys. So when it was just Polly and the first guy, she could go hang out with them, right? She's like, okay, I'll put it aside. But now that Polly's hanging out with both guys, she doesn't want to go hang out with two different guys she slept with who aren't going out with her. So and it's you like, shouldn't want to. Can you? And you can hang out with. Here's the thing: you can hang out with Polly on your own. You know, so it, it does, I th- it, you're. It feels so targeted that Polly is like, who's going to be my new friend? Oh, whoever has rejected the question asker, that's my new friend. That's. I mean, Polly's going to be like, okay, I'm just friends with these guys. She's not completely innocent here, but it's really hard to say, like, don't hang out with one of the, like, what, 12 guys in our club, especially Mm -hmm. when they probably bonded over talking shit about you. So lesson learned, do not just sleep with guys that you're in like close proximity with. And also don't sleep with a guy that isn't into you. And it's so tough to gauge and they will lie and it's, it can just be like casual sex, whatever. But now that you know this about yourself and now that you know this about Polly, there's also the version where you sit all three of them down and be like, we slept together. It was weird, but I want to hang out. So everybody be cool. <laughs> Should she sleep with Polly to even the field there and you then go. they can all hang out with each other? There you go. Make sure everyone has had sex with everyone. Make sure we've done all possible combinations. And then you can Make sure hang those out. two dudes have sex. Yeah. And then you can hang out. But in the future, I would treat your... I would... You want to be the girl friend, not the girl that like dudes just sleep with. Uh-huh. You want to be that coveted buddy. Unless you really think it's going to work out. I mean, it sounded like the first guy was really leading her on, but the second yes. guy was into someone else the entire time. So it's like the first one... I Sounds get like it. you don't have a great radar. Yeah. So you live and you learn. Don't beat yourself up about this. You're very young. This is so what happens in college. It's tough for you to ask Polly not to hang out with them, but you've seen her character and now you know what a gift she's given you. You should sleep with every guy in soccer club and see if she starts hanging out with all of them. Conduct a real experiment. Get back to us. <laughs> Hello, Eliza, hot Scotty, baby arm, pink, tiny tree frog, and Noah. Question for the whole bunch. What do you do when your new friends hate your boyfriend? Context. I moved to new city for work, met a guy on Tinder and started dating him. I also grew very close to my roommate and our other friend that lives in the same building. They're my closest friends in this new town. And I believe one of the reasons it happened quickly was because we're all in the same housing. 
Now, my second friend, yeah, not my roommate. You wouldn't have met that stranger otherwise. <laughs> my second friend, not my roommate, let's call her A, needs to move out and has been searching for a place to stay like crazy. I remembered my boyfriend, D, was going to have a room opening soon and decided to connect them, but didn't get involved further than that. They talked and agreed she'd move in at the end of next month since our housing won't let her off the lease, although D needs a roommate for this month. Therefore, D got a subletter in the meantime. He told Not me the other day D. that his current subletter is looking for long-term housing and that the only reason he said yes to my friend was because of me. I didn't give an opinion because I didn't want to be put in that situation in the first place, but told him to do what he thinks best. Now he's told my friend he's going to let the subletter stay so she can't move in. And she texted me upset, but insisting she knows it was nothing to do with me and will try to not shit talk my boyfriend in front of me. Help. Did D just ruin my friendship with these two girls that I really like and live with? Should I have not connected them in the first place? Now I feel uncomfortable bringing him up at all since he did a faux pas to them. Also, I met him two months earlier than my friends, but all these relationships in this new city are new. What should I do? Just stay out of it. And there shouldn't be much shit talking. And the truth is like, yeah, it's not the coolest move he just did, but especially in this economy, he's like, oh, I can secure like my housing and the payment for that long-term. And she just needed a temporary solution. Like you kind of have to respect him doing that. And beyond that, it doesn't seem like they have a problem. So you can say to her, if she is talking shit, you can be like, look, this is really between you guys, but like, it's uncomfortable. What am I supposed to do? Like, do you want me to like shit talk my boyfriend? Like make her see how uncomfortable that is. I'm sure she'll go to her. I think you're kind of planning for something that hasn't happened. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it sucks and your friend's going to complain, but maybe just try to help her find a new place. Like look at wanted ads, whether it's trying to find somewhere to live is awful. And she thought she had it all figured out. And now yeah. she has to go back to the drawing board. And if she had already like said that she wasn't going to live there anymore, your boyfriend did put her in a really awful spot because he promised her housing on a certain date and now he's taking yeah. that away. But by so the way, all you- it's not cool, but- It's not cool. But all you can say is it's really shitty and I don't like that he did that and it's an unfortunate thing, but there's nothing I can do and she'll understand that and that's it. And they yeah. don't have to hang out and you don't have to, you know? Um, He could also apologize to her. But he's a guy, so, you know, men don't have to apologize or RSVP or put napkins on their laps. I think it would go a long way if he was like, hey, I just want to let you know that I, I apologize for what I did. I put you in an uncomfortable predicament and I kind of put my relationship with my girlfriend, be like, I hope it can all be cool and I'm really sorry. I think that would go a long way. Yeah, just because it is like, if I was him, it's then your your girlfriend's friend is living with you. That would be weird. It's a weird situation. Like, I see why when he had another person who was willing to take it, he like took that and would For rather sure. have a stranger living with him. I'd also yeah. be curious if that stranger is like maybe a boy, which would be more Much comfortable. Better. Yeah. Uh, so it just, it sucks. And if if he handles it with maturity, then that'll be a good indicator That's of all he what kind of a person he is. And she is if she accepts it. So yeah. Right. A little muddied. That's what we think. This is concrete advice. Yet, it's not, not sure only... what we said. <laughs> we said we hope he does something about this. We said we hope he dies. That's what you oh. said. Eliza and team, help. My sister recently came out as bisexual last year and since then has gotten a girlfriend. She's very happy and I get along with the girlfriend great. Issue. My parents are baby boomers who refuse to acknowledge she is bisexual. They've gone lengths to avoid the situation with my sister and ask everyone but her about it. All my other siblings and I completely support this sister and want her to be happy. One of my other sisters had a baby shower and the girlfriend was invited because we enjoy her company. 
My mom refuses to talk to and even acknowledge that the girlfriend was there. After the shower was over, my mom was furious that she was even invited. My parents are very supportive in other ways and have no issue with me living with my boyfriend for five years out of wedlock, but can't stand the thought of my sister with a woman because of, quote, sin. How can I act like nothing is wrong? I'm... How can I be okay with them not supporting their own daughter's happiness? I'm struggling with seeing my parents differently now. Well, you're definitely seeing your parents differently and you're going to continue to see them differently as you age, uh, regardless of this sexual, sex-based, sexuality-based gender issue. Um, it's just part of aging. Uh, and and it's tough because your this issue has brought to light Uh, a huge blind spot for your parents and you want to see your parents as these awesome people and these perfect people. And this is showing that they're simply kind of ignorant and human. And I think it's worth just talking about. They don't seem like the kind of people who want to sit down and talk it out, but I think it's worth showing support with your siblings and you all sit down, do not have the girlfriend there and just be like, first of all, is it that she's bisexual or that she's in a homosexual relationship? I think when probably when she came out, they ignored it. And now she's actually dating a woman and they're like, oh God. So but just, it, it's an issue. But they the first thing is less of an issue because they could just ignore it. But now that there is a physical presence, it's Yeah, it's hard for them. You know, you're going to have to just have like a family chat. I think what's hard for you is that you're seeing how ugly religion can be and how ugly your parents are being. And it's preventing you from loving them wholeheartedly, which you would prefer to do. Um, so you're, have the support of your siblings. Maybe you sit down with the other siblings and you just say to your parents, like, she is bisexual. She is gay in that she's in a gay relationship right now. I mean, it's not, you don't really care if they fully comprehend the spectrum of sexuality. What they need to be okay with is that she is dating this person. And they may never be. But I also wonder if your mom, I mean, it's also tough to like, I don't know, how long have they been dating? Like, I wonder if your mom's like, you've only been dating her a little bit, whatever. And you could point out the living, you know, the sin thing is diff- is interesting because there's like different degrees of sin, but I guess yours is less of a sin because you're heterosexual. It's yeah, tough. which is just like, it's like hypocritical and ridiculous. And it just shows that, that you know, even your parents are people that believe stupid things and you they're going to have to, to get them. over it if they Be like, want Do you not want daughter. her... She, I mean, do not want her at events. Like we, we are very welcoming and comfortable with all of this. Like maybe just talk it out and give them the opportunity to say, like, try to explain how they feel. You know, we have this thing. It's not right the way they feel, but you can't expect people who have thought one way their whole lives to just swivel on a dime, change on a dime. Like give people like a beat and let them talk it out and maybe try to point out the fallacy in their argument or something. Like try to come from a place of like, we're trying to get you on our side versus being angry with them. Because they're probably just scared and like a little ignorant. They don't really get what's going on. But it's worth a family sit down. That's all, I guess. Right? Yeah, I mean, you have to talk to them. And if they won't accept their daughter, then, you know, you... That's really rough. That's really rough on her. Maybe if they saw how much it really hurt her. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I say that's all like it's easy. It's not. I have zero... uh, I have zero experience with this type of thing. So especially like just being in LA, I'm like, what do you mean they don't get that you're bisexual? Who cares? Um, and they'll probably come to somewhere, the conclusion of like, okay, we love you. We just don't want to talk about it. And that may be the way it has to be. You know, 
what are you really asking for? That she's okay with the girlfriend coming over? That they fully accept it? Like, what are you willing to accept from them? Yeah, and just keep, you know, you guys support your sister. So keep inviting a girlfriend to events where you invite other people's boyfriends and show that you're yeah, there, there you for go. her and she's got you guys. Yeah, be like, mom, dad. It's, I mean, if it, if they had an issue with that girl in particular, I would respect it. But I think they just have an issue with the fact that she is a girl. girl. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet while introducing Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, and they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable, and it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code ELIZA20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Hello, Eliza, Emily, sweet baby, teeny, chini, and the newest edition of the team, the eagle screeching tree frog, Sierra May. Ah! We have a deep doozy. My parents have been married for over 30 years, but have been leading separate lives for at least the last 10-ish years since my siblings and I have gone to college and eventually moved out of the house. There are three of us in total, and I am the oldest. This started with sleeping in separate rooms, bickering more, spending more and more time apart. Whatever routine they had established between themselves became the norm, and I never felt the need to get involved or questioned it because it's their business. For context... I live overseas in the Middle East, and my family is spread out over both coasts of the United States. There is at least a seven-hour time difference between me and my family, which often leads to a lag in communication, but we all stay in touch and speak at least once a week. My parents are still married and living under the same roof. It was discovered by one of my siblings that my mother was having an affair with a distant relative. Gross, I know. Not a (laughs) first-degree relative, but way too close for comfort in my not-so-humble opinion. I will refer to him as shitbag for the remainder of this message. Okay. Is it a shitbag once removed? Is it like a blood relative or through marriage? It says not a first degree, but too close for comfort. So, oh my God. So like they might have the same nose or something. Oh God. Okay. He's European and currently living in Portugal. He's not close. They're in the US. Her phone was left on the counter and my sibling saw a pretty incriminating text. We've all met him before at family gatherings and spent time with him. This was early during... So he was coming to like family reunions. (laughs) Oh my God. This was early during the COVID-19 lockdown period and my siblings had temporarily moved back in with my parents so they were all living under the same roof. I was not totally shocked when my sibling who found out told me and decided that since I was under the impression that she and Shipbag were no longer in contact after my sibling called my mom out and because I live so far away, I would stay out of it. So far, both of my siblings know, and my dad is blissfully unaware of everything as far as I know, Read choosing not to face the ugly truth. 
My father is previously divorced from a woman who cheated on him early in the marriage. So even admitting that any of this is really happening would be devastating for him to say the least. I mean, or that was over a lifetime ago. I don't know. Okay. He has taken the approach of defending my mother to the end and denying that there is anything strange going on whatsoever. In his mind, as long as she's happy, he's happy, no matter the lengths to which either of them must go to achieve that. He brought up to me once that one of my siblings was saying, quote, these ridiculous things about your mother, but I told him to leave me out of it and respect my boundaries. It turns out that since I've been living abroad, my mother has snuck off to meet up with Shipbag because where I live is a convenient enough location for him to get to from his home country under the guise of visiting me. She comes to visit me, then makes an excuse to visit some cousins of ours who are first-degree relatives of Shipbag who live in the same country. So if her cousins are first-degree, he's one over from cousin. Second cousin. Okay, I think so. Third uncle twice removed but reinstated. (laughs) So the second cousin is married. And has sent texts to my mother telling her to leave my dad and run off with him. This is how my sibling found out. They met oh up in God. the U.S. a few months ago. Oh, my ago, God. No. And she was lying about where she was, the mother. So my question is this. My parents are coming together to visit me next month for about a week. My mom is staying here for an extra week after my father le- leaves to visit the to cousins. See the cousin. Who also <gasps> live here. Oh, my God. My I feel father- like they live in Boston because there's like a big Portuguese... Uh, well, no, she's coming to visit Brighton. this person in the Middle East. What? Oh, this is too much. Okay, the listen. The question asked is matter. in the Middle East. So okay. the mom is oh coming my God. to stay. We have a Middle Eastern fan? Well, she's from, her family all lives in the U.S. And she's Boo. in the Middle East now. So, <laughs> but so the problem is, so this person, the question asker, her mom oh and dad are coming to visit her. Yeah. And yeah. then her mom is staying an extra week right. to go to secretly fuck your uncle, up with her. To fuck yeah, your cousin. So this question asker says, I feel like I'm complicit in this situation and I'm giving her my permission to do whatever I want. Am I choosing more harm than good by not discussing any of my reservations with her? She's an adult and knows what she's doing. You definitely have to. Okay, go ahead. But her asking me if she can go off on her own is putting me in a tough spot. I know at the end of the day, she must answer for the consequences of her own actions and where she puts her snooch is her own business. (laughs) This is all happening under my nose. I've been seeing a therapist and she's been helpful in guiding me. I'm trying to maintain whatever semblance of normal relationship with my parents that I can. It's just becoming difficult. Question. What should I have for dinner? <laughs> um, I think it is very important that you talk to your mom about this because you need to get this off your chest. There is the version that she's like, your father and I don't have sex. Your father actually sleeps with people. This is what works for us. It's really not, I know it's your dad, but like it's really not on us to decide what works for our parents. And your dad could be, as you said, blissfully unaware and- and ignorance is bliss. He also could have an idea that something's going on, but this works. It happens all the time to people. The more important thing, I don't think this is your secret to tell. That's not what you're asking anyway. But I do think it's important that you are that you are clear with your mom about how you feel. Because regardless, I don't think your mom likes this guy because again, this guy's married. I think it's just she's unhappy in her marriage. Or there isn't much of a marriage left and she's like, we're just roommates, you know? Your parents I mean- are just people. I feel like I would be like, no, you can't stay in my house an extra week so that you can go cheat on dad. Yeah, like, you that's could definitely draw that line. You could definitely draw that line. You should definitely control what you can. So definitely, yeah. if that's what you, if that's in your heart, then that's what you should if say. If you confront her, if you say it like that, if you say like, look, mom, 
You're asking me to help you cheat on dad. Do you understand the position that puts me in? Like, make there you her go. face what she is doing to you. There you go. Speaking of things that you have to face, I have a question for you, Emily. Yeah. Are you wearing like a slanket or like a day glow green extra large turtleneck? No, it's a hood. It's a hoodie. It's a light It's a hoodie. Green. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> That's just the back part of the turtleneck you're pulling over your head. Okay, that is glowworm green, and I thought it. Okay, it is a hoodie. You're right. I'm sorry. I thought you were wearing a baggy turtleneck, and I was like, "Where are you even getting these clothes?" You know that most of my clothes are baggy turtlenecks. Most of my work clothes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you dress like a 50 year old woman, and I think it's because you only need to be presentable from like the throat up. <laughs> all right, exactly. All right. <laughs> you're, do- you're do- after all of that doozy of a question. We're done with it. Because I mean, that's because I think it's salacious, but also like you're absolutely right. You have to say what's in your heart to your mom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes the simplest answer is the answer that is simple and you have it and you give it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't force your dad to care. Like you can't force your dad to face it head on, but you can do uh, look, what feels right for you and then kind of like wash your hands of it. I'm going to tell you this right now. Something mm. really unsexy is a kid getting involved in their parents' sex life. Do not do that. Okay? It's fucking weird. Yeah. But you can speak to your mom like the grown woman that she is. Mm. Top of the cop? Oh. It's the top of the cob. You're doing it right. Every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. My top of the cob is this. So everybody knows that like the world has been an absolute gong show since COVID and anything that you buy or do is just like, sorry, this is broken. There's no one to fix it. Nobody cares. It's COVID. You're entitled for spending any money. You can go put yourself in this phone tree and hang yourself from it. Uh, and there's no customer service. We ordered a crib uh, when I was like five months pregnant. We ordered it so in advance. And due to COVID, even though it is made in America, like down the street, okay, it was delivered well after she was born. I also didn't realize you don't need to put your baby in a crib. You can put them in a bassinet, which I have one from four moms and it was great. You can also put your baby in a drawer or in the bed with you. Like, it's fine. Anyway, mm-hmm. crib came. Uh, we paid for white glove delivery and assembly, which just oh, means yeah. that they sent like basically two ex-cons to my house. And I jokingly said to them, have you ever assembled a crib? Like joking, like, you've done this before, right guys? Because I figured that was a job. And they were like, no. And they were just going to read the instructions. And I was like, hard pass. Give me a refund. Yeah. I don't need you to do this. So we didn't assemble it because she had her little bassinet. We go to assemble it yesterday. And of all the parts, it is missing four screws. <gasps> oh. They gave us four extra of a different kind of screw. So of course I had- sure? Positive. Okay. We're staring at this thing. I called the warehouse. I called this woman. She like, and I was like, can we FaceTime so you can show me to make sure I'm not wrong? She, of course, couldn't call me back because there was something wrong with her phone. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whole thing. Get the guy on the phone. And I explained. I said, we bought this from this store on Ventura. We are missing screws. He goes, well, you probably have to call that store back because I don't Nope. That is the retailer. You are the warehouse. This came from a warehouse. This is your Mm -hmm. issue. He's like, well, what about the delivery? And he kept trying to blame all these people. And I had to explain to him, like, in a supply chain, there is the assembly and the warehouse. There is third-party delivery and there is retailer. You have left this out. And I was nice about it. And the guy was like, all right, I can send you the screws. I was like, I'll go buy them. And he's like, no, they're special screws. Like, oh, God. And then 
I didn't think they were going to do it. So I called the store and she was like, yeah, I remember who you are. They already called to verify. Like there was this whole thing where they're like calling behind my back. Like, does she really like as if I'm trying to just get 35 cents worth of fucking free screws. Yeah. Anyway, my top of the cob is they did send the screws and they arrived today, just like they said they would. And I (laughs) cannot remember the last time something just happened the way it was supposed to. Yeah. You didn't have to follow up or anything. You just got those screws. So have you built it yet? They're going to build it today. Okay. But so screw you guys. I'm, I didn't even mean that as a joke for like not getting like the one thing right you had to. But uh, good on you for saying you would overnight me four screws and you did it. And it didn't even Does require it, a background check. On the thing that was overnighted to you, did it say how much they had to pay in shipping? Like on the envelope? Oh, I should go look. I'd be curious to know if they wound up having Probably. to pay like $30. Oh, interesting. And it is that thing too where like, anyway... There's not really an online presence. I went on their YouTube page to like see how to assemble the crib. There's only one view, one video. And I'm like, no one is at the helm of the ship. So my top of the cob is that someone said they were going to right or wrong and they did. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. That's my top of the Uh, cob. My top of the cob is your husband, Noah Gluten, has a new book, Bloodsoe's Barbecue. And I got it and we're going to make something from it this weekend because my (gasps) mom is staying at someone's house to cat sit. And she doesn't let us eat barbecue and she's going to be gone. So we're going to make it. And I already put sticky notes in the ones that I'm interested I love in. That. And I'm very excited for it. I'm very excited for the banana pudding, actually, but also the other parts as well. Um, that is so sweet. And he showed me today or yesterday when you got your book, he showed me that you posted it. It's and I was nice like, that's book. so sweet. Uh, that is also my top of the cup. Oh, Folks. <laughs> For those of you, God, I'm a bad you've wife. Talked but, about, you've talked about it though. I just got my copy yesterday and made plans to make stuff from it this weekend. So it's like fun to have like- I love that. A little project. It's like a project. Like we're going to cook cook some stuff up. We're going to try it out. And for those of you that uh, don't nice know, uh, it's Kevin Bloodsoe, who is the creator of Bloodsoe's Barbecue, which is an institution both in Los Angeles and there was a location in Compton. And Noah is good friends with him and he opened that restaurant and Noah wrote Kevin's book with him. And it's all, uh, it is like soul food, it's barbecue, it's family recipes. It is from the heart. It is a gorgeous book. Noah tested literally every single recipe in our kitchen Mm -hmm. uh, during COVID. So when we moved into this house, we would just show up to our neighbors and be like, do you want half of a low country seafood boil? Because we have it. Um... (laughs) I love the strawberry cake. It's a really heartfelt, beautiful book. um, And you don't need to be a barbecue person to enjoy it. So pick up a copy of Bloodsoe's Barbecue. Bloodsoe's Barbecue Cookbook. Um, And it's it's out today, which by the time you hear this, will have been out yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I ordered it. I pre-ordered it on Amazon. It got here. It's like a nice hardcover book with like the pictures are so gorgeous. I want to make that. There's like a breakfast biscuit thing that also looks really good. There's some really good sides. Like it's just, it's a nice, I don't think of myself as a barbecue person, but it's like a yeah. fun array of of. I love things. that. Thank you, Emily. And uh, <laughs> please post a picture when you do. Okay, we'll see how it's it goes. It's also tasty. My bottom of the cob is how actually hard it is to rip the sleeves off your shirt and have it look cool. <laughs> you love, you love to cut a leg, cut a sleeve, make a, make a muscle tank hole. I do. And they're always uneven. And if you want it to look cool, it requires like an expert touch. And there used to be a store in LA where you could like drop off your jeans and they would like distress them for you. I think someone could make a lot of money like making shit look old. Anyways, uh, I cut the sleeves off of this shirt. Someone gave me, it says, Oklahoma, it's not that bad. And I was like, I'm going to work out in you. And I ripped the sleeves off and I look 
I look pretty cool. Not gonna I lie. just remember a period of time where I feel like you were cutting the sleeves out of a lot of things and a lot of them were like too deep and you were just like, yes. oh, like it was just multiple shirts. You were like, whoops. If it's too deep, it looks like you're just wearing one sleeve like long ways. Like you're just wearing like a giant tube top, but sideways. Yeah. Anyways, that's my bottom of the cob is that looking cool takes effort. My bottom of the cob is that these little lizards have been visiting Gracie, which is very cute. But then a cat came to visit Gracie. Uh, <gasps> and now the lizards are gone. <laughs> I'm worried about what's happening out there. There's too much nature out there. And I don't know what's going on. There's an owl that yells. Population Everything control. out there is that's eating each other. And I don't no. like knowing that. Nature is being nature. That's And you are just lucky to bear witness to it because soon there will be no more nature. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, cats, you know, cats destroy, uh, they're like an invasive species. Cats? How do you know cats, those lizards they aren't? Eat lizards and okay, birds okay, and stuff. Okay. okay. Every time you mention a cat, I'm like, I can feel people turning this off. Send us your questions, send us your updates. These questions are getting more and more complex. You've got some dirty, hot gossip from your family, some salacious questions. Send it on over. We are here. We're changing homes. More on that soon. And remember, that you like our podcast. Okay, bye. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.